friends, and welcome to our recap of Last Twilight, episode one. New show, yay. Yes. <laughs> Bruh. Mm, episode one, this is already great. <laughs> yeah. I'm in love with this show already. Oh my god, I'm feeling it. <laughs> I am too a little bit, yeah. Oh, I'm feeling it so good. <laughs> also, I noticed, like, as we were talking about um my school president, we mentioned, like, oh, there's always a rich... There's always um, a rich one. In all three of our shows, there's a rich one. I feel like in almost every BL, there is a rich one. <laughs> there is always a rich one. What was the last show we did that we just finished? Only Friends. There's two rich ones. There are <laughs> a couple rich ones in that. Literally, go through every show we watch, and specifically Thai BLs, there is a rich one in every one. There's always a rich one. Oh, marry up, friends. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's the lesson from the BLs. <laughs> marry up financially. <laughs> yes. Marry someone with money. <laughs> so yeah, you want to just jump right into it? Anything pre-thoughts? Mm, I, mm, I don't think so. I've already mentioned in the previous ones we did that it reminds me of um, the movie Me Before You. Mm. And it definitely already is. Like, fully. Like, it's fully reminded me of that. Although the roles seem to be a little more reversed than in the movie, because in the movie... um the guy with the disability he's very snarky very like sarcastic things like that and the person who came to take care of him was like the sweetest fucking person on the planet and this time both of them seem to be snarky their balls was very snarky <laughs> they're both honestly they deserve each other they're kind of fun not gonna yeah. lie. i love it i'm obsessed already so we start off with weird flashes of black and white pictures we see mm. i'm assuming of day yeah um and we get to him there he is i guess in the locker room before the badminton tournament mm. what well, they have their like um names on yeah their headband um, they're like professional now yeah they're like super professional like oh our names are like printed on our things like oh, yes day and what's his partner's name Shit, it said it on his fucking headband. I don't it remember. Said, all I saw was Gus. But there's like a letter before the G. August? August? I don't know. It's a guess. It's a guess? <laughs> I mean, his hair's in the way for most of it. It does look like a, a U in front of the G, I think. Maybe it is August. Maybe it is oh. August. Okay, we'll call him August for now until we figure out his name. Yeah. Mr. August. Um, and then a girl comes in and she's like, hey, you guys ready? So they go out. They start playing. But then we cut to a garage. There, I guess they're betting on, what is it, football, soccer? Looks like, whatever. looks like football, yeah. I don't know. Some sport. <laughs> Mock, who is, I guess, working on a truck, apparently lost a bet, so we had to pay some guy. Yeah. He's like, hey, da, da, da. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, well, let's see if there's anything else on the bet on. And someone's like, hey, there's a badminton thing between Thailand and Singapore. And Mok's like, I bet my money on Singapore. He bets 5000 on Singapore against Thailand. Yeah. He also gets a phone call that he seems to ignore. And someone says, like, oh, what, is that your girlfriend again? Do you think it was his sister? I, th I think it was his sister. <gasps> oh. I yeah. just I just remembered that. Oh no! <laughs> I thought that while I was editing, I'm like, is that because it happened to his sister? Oh no! 
And that, was, what if she was calling him? Oh no! Yeah, that could have been like, like the last resort. Her last fucking call. Was, oh god, I'm yeah. so upset now. I was already upset before. <laughs> well, we okay. We don't actually know if it's his sister. We're just speculating. We don't know, it. but it fucking could have been. It no. could have been his girlfriend calling about his sister. It could have been that too. Actually, it could have been his. Yeah, because it seemed like at this point, him and his girlfriend aren't on good terms. Hmm. Their relationship seems kind of messy. We know a year later in the present day that um, they're just yeah. friends. They're not together anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Then back at the badminton tournament is when it starts with Day and his vision gets real blurry. Mm-hmm. Back in the garage, a guy runs over and he's like, hey, Chai's back. Uh-oh. And they're like, oh shit, here we go again. And he grabs a bottle, smashes it. There's a lot of cuts between Day not being able to see clearly and the garage, everyone beating each other up. Yeah, fully. Like, when he broke the bottle, I was like, oh, shit, we're getting real. <laughs> He's yeah. about to, like, cut a bit. <laughs> yeah, he was ready to fight. And then we cut to Mock in jail. Yes. Yes, we do. And poor Jai comes in. And he's like, what are you doing here? Where's Rung? And she's like, she, she. She can't say it. She can't say it. She starts crying. Mok's like, what happened to Rung? What happened? And yeah, intro plays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> intro plays. Intro plays. <laughs> it's assumed. Uh, I wrote down here, like, did his sister die? Like, <laughs> the question. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I was like, yeah she, yeah, she definitely got hit by a bus and died. Yeah, someone died. Yeah, she did. And then we have a mock a year later. He, I guess, what 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 would you call this? A discharging job associate place? Oh, a what? I don't know. It's what? It's the pl- I think it's the place where they kind of like are like, hey, it's kind of like who helps people after they get out of jail, kind of like. Re- regrade oh. back into society. You mean probation officer? That's the word. Yes, that. That's the word. <laughs> I think it's that. I don't know what I was saying. We found it. We found the word. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, hey, were you able to find any jobs? And we see him struggle a bit. There is one guy who says, like, hey, like, if you get that ankle monitor off, you can come work here. I'm such a dumb bitch. <laughs> you want to know why? Why? Because the first job we see him go to to try and get a job at, he looks down because the other guy looks down and his jeans are rolled up. So he like rolls them down. And so my first thought was, why? Because his jeans were rolled up and it's unprofessional? Like, I don't, like, I I, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I really didn't. So I was like, why? And I put, (laughs) I wrote down, I don't know why I wrote this down, but I did. I put, his jeans question mark? Rolled jeans equals bise- bisexual question mark. <laughs> what? I thought they weren't hiring him because he seemed like fruity. Is that like a meme or something? Yeah, that bisexual people roll up their jeans. Really? It's like a whole it's like a whole thing. It's like it's a whole thing. It's like, these are like all mm, look, his jeans are rolled up. He must be mm, like it's 
Oh, wait, hold on. I'm looking this up. I don't believe it. <laughs> it's kind of like an unspoken thing because I used to identify as bisexual. So, like, I saw all of the, like, inside jokes and shit. And that was one of them. Uh, this Cup- is just how to do it. Cup G. Someone says, is it gay to roll up your jeans? I saw someone do it. <laughs> you see? And the first answer is, sure is. <laughs> sure it is. <laughs> you want, oh, no, this is an actually funny answer. You want to know why? Because when you roll up your jeans, you are exposing your ankles, and that's way too scandalous. It made every passing male who'd see it go crazy. You're asking for if you dare walk around in public with rolled up jeans, exposing your ankles, because that's as good as advertising to all passing males you want to have sex with them. If they were straight, they would turn gay in the minute they see you roll your rolled up jeans. <laughs> that's the response I got. <laughs> yeah, it's like a thing. I don't know why it's a thing, but it's a it's just a funny inside joke, and. <laughs> Literally two seconds later, in all caps, I wrote, oh, I am dumb. <laughs> like, I just didn't, I didn't see it. I did not see the ankle monitor. Like, I, wow. I didn't see it. I was like, oh, I thought, like, it's just because, like, he looked unprofessional or he looked bisexual. <laughs> but it's an ankle monitor. <laughs> Yeah, it's a fucking ankle monitor. That's why I noticed. I was like, oh, ankle monitor, obviously. I did not see that fucking thing. I don't know. Until he... Th- I didn't see it until he took it off. <laughs> oh. And that's when you put it together? That's what... Yeah, was? I was like, uh... <laughs> I'm dumb. All caps here. I've written it down. I am dumb. <laughs> um. So anyway, back at the probation officer, they kind of declare that he can get the ankle monitor off. They take mm-hmm. it off. He returns to that one job where the guy said, hey, if you get it off, then you can work here. But he's like, hey, we hired someone else. Which he didn't. <laughs> yeah. He just didn't want him. Um, And by the way, do you notice in this dude's office, he has like two or three picture posters of like girls' asses in the background? Really? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 100%. Now I see it. <laughs> yeah, there are like three of them. And I just, I literally call it out in my reaction, like, this dude has like three fucking pictures of like girls' asses just like hanging around. So yeah, so Mock is told to leave because he didn't get the job. Some other dude comes in and he's like, oh, I'm happy to start working. And Mock hears that, walks over to the dude, takes his chair, throws it. He starts kicking it. Yeah. But also fixes it. And he's like, there, it's done. I'll do that he free of charge it. for you. That was free of charge, just so you know. <laughs> I love him already. <laughs> He's so good. He's great. And then at what looks like a little bar with his ex-girlfriend slash friend, mm. um, she offers him a beer, but he says, no, I'll take water instead. It looks like a cute bar. I know. I'm like, where is this? It looks nice. It looks like a calm bar, you know, instead of like one of those noisy ones. Hmm. I need a calm one. <laughs> I'm gonna go anywhere. Yeah. And he starts explaining, like, how hard it's been for him to find a job and everything. Which, I'm wondering why she doesn't just hire him to work here. Well, I'm guessing, like, it seems to be that he likes doing stuff on the mechanical side anyway. And I don't think he would necessarily want one here. And also, she probably doesn't own the place. Okay, that that's a good point. I was just saying, like, something to make some money to show your probation officer that, hey, I have a job. Yeah. I am making money. I am contributing to society. So mm-hmm. I don't need to get thrown back in jail. 
true. But he's also stubborn from what I've seen. So. <laughs> and then she says, like, hey, are you coming with me to visit Rung? And they go to her, like, memorial piece. Yeah. Yeah. She was born July 9th, 1989 to October 17th, 2022. So she was 33? I believe. Yeah, 33. Damn. Yeah, wow. Um, And then we get a flashback to her kind of yelling at Mok to get out of the car. Her pie's like, hey, I'll help. And they all go to visit their parents. Like, memorial thing so oh yeah so it was like same place as well yeah so yeah this does show that Malk had like no family anymore yeah his parents Damn. are gone his oh no gone. he's alone he's alone yeah <laughs> that's so sad yeah I'm excited for day to be his family <laughs> yeah uh well, it also seems like poor Jai's his family, too. Like, they, they, despite the fact they broke up, they seem real close still. They do seem, st- still seem very close, and they do seem to be very friendly with each other, which I like. Yeah. She probably, like, after they broke up, she was probably still like, he is still going through it, though, so I'm still going to be there for him. And yeah. that kind of strengthened their friendship uh, better, I think. I agree. And then Rung is kind of like teasing Mok. He's like, yeah, this is his girlfriend. I don't know what she did to end up with your son, but she must have done some really bad shit in her past lives. Ah, <laughs> uh, siblings. <laughs> yeah. And then this actually broke my heart when she's like, yeah, so I opened up my nail salon parlor. Like, please, like, appear in people's dreams and tell them to visit my shop. I invested a lot into it. Mm. And then we literally fade to... Her kind of just being shit out of luck with that. Her yeah, failing at crying. running and her business, crying. Her business is closing. It's so sad. No, I'll tell you what fucking broke my heart. We're not there yet, but I'll tell you what fucking broke my heart. With her? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that is what? like her. Because it's like she invested everything into this. It didn't work out. Yeah. And then when we cut back to the present day... Poor Jai kind of reveals that, like, she yeah. says, like, no one under- really understands why she chose to do it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, that's sad. It's very sad. And then she brings up that the car installment is due next week. Um, Do you want me to borrow money to help you? And he's like, no, thanks. That's fine. She wants to help, but he doesn't want it. Yeah. Which I feel like tracks with this character so far. That we it know. does. Absolutely, yeah. Which, honestly, come to think of it, is very interesting. He wants to do this himself. He wants to do other things himself and stuff like that. He's like, no, I don't want you to borrow money from me. I want to work on this on my like with myself. But also, that seems to be very true for Day's character, who wants to do shit on his own, but everyone seems to try and do everything for him because they think he's incapable. Yeah. So uh, th- that's going to be something they bond over, I think. Well, I think that's why they click almost so well at the beginning. Absolutely. Absolutely, because yeah. he's walking around watching him like, huh, he wants to do shit on his own too. I feel that. So, like, mm. I think he noticed that. Yeah. Um. So then we have Malk, I guess, working on, like, an air conditioning thing. He's checking out the AC, trying to fix mm. it. 
and then he sees a bunch of people waiting outside to be a caretaker. And he's like, oh, interesting. Is that like a secretary or something? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no. Um, so we kind of see a few of the applicants. Day is not really feeling it with any of them. No, honestly, so I get it. With some of them, it's just like, oh, shut the fuck oh, up. Oh my god, when, when one started crying. <laughs> oh like, my god. He's gonna help me, so I'm like, dude, I want to punch you in your face. Dude, like, it's not that serious, chill. <laughs> like, yes. It was, it was so annoying. I was like, honestly, I'm gonna punch him, too. Mm. Um. So then, the last guy comes out. They kind of tells his mom, he's like, hey, we're done. So his mm. brother goes out to mock, and he's like, hey, my brother's tired. We can interview you next week. And Mark's like, oh, fuck that. There's one person out here I'm going in. And he barges. I love that. I love that he totally just jumped into an interview. Like, he was just there doing something completely different. He's like, oh, might as well. <laughs> well, again, it shows, like, hey, he need Again, for his probation officer, I don't know how it works in Thailand, but I feel like here it's kind of like, when you get yeah. released, you gotta get a job in a certain amount of time to make a certain amount of money to show that you are yeah. progressing in society. True. And he needs it, and when he found out the son of a famous chef or whatever, yeah, that's that money. gives you money. Absolutely. Yeah. But when he walks in, he sees Dan, and he's like, oh, never mind. Never mind, I thought this was something different. <laughs> yeah. And Dan's kind of like, wait, stay, it won't kill you. Hold on here. <laughs> yeah. I'm intrigued. <laughs> So he kind of asks, like, okay, well, what is this for? And his mom explains that they can't see clearly. He only has 20% of his eyesight that works mm. right now. Damn. And again, they being kind of snarky, he's like, oh, just, like, don't beat around the bush. Just tell me you want someone to feed a blind man. And, re <laughs> and he reveals what happens when he's left to eat, try to eat by himself is his foot ends up in a brace. <laughs> yeah. So this is what happens when I eat alone. I end up hurting my own foot. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. Like I don't think it's from eating. <laughs> no, I mean like what was he trying to make? And what I want to I kind of want to flash back to how that happened cuz like what event happened? Yeah. To this. I wonder I wonder if we'll like ever find out or if it's just like oh no, he just hurt his foot and it happens. <laughs> Like, I'm assuming he tripped on something and twisted his ankle in a way. Probably. But, like, my first thought was so stupid. I was like, wait, did he, like, get a knife and just, like, drop it on his foot or something? Monica Geller type incident where he cuts yeah. off his pinky toe? <laughs> exactly. And it's just like, but I'm like, wait, no, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Otherwise, it wouldn't mean a brace, to be honest with you. It would just have a bandage on it. Yeah. So then Day's brother asks, like, hey, have you ever taken care of anyone before? And he's like, I, I took my friends home when they're dead drunk. <laughs> and Dave's like, hey, that's great, because I'm pretty much a dead man, so it's fine. Oh my god, he's on, uh, I think he's fucking loving this. <laughs> yeah. He's having a wonderful time. Oh yeah, he, he, he likes just being snarky. Yeah. I love that about them, to be honest with you. Yeah. This is the, honestly, they seem a little, like, not enemies, obviously, but it seems like, antagonistic to lovers you yeah. know like slightly antagonistic to lovers <laughs> and i love although that. i will say there is a moment that we'll get to later where i would like i feel like day's kind of an asshole really 
There, yeah. I wonder what that moment is. All right, I'll, I'll hear I, you out. I will be talking about it. So, I'm in. I'll hear you out. <laughs> so then, as Mark starts walking out, they like, wait, how much do you make a day? Because my mom will double it. Ooh. Tempting and Mark's like, what do you want? And they're just like, I want to know what you look like. You know, tell me all your appearance. Are you hot? Just, you know, let, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, why do you matter? Can't see if I'm hot. I don't care. I still want to know if you're hot. <laughs> I know. That's like so funny. That's so funny. I love I that. It's love like, that. are you hot? I'm intrigued. Yeah. He's like, I don't know, this applicant is different from the others. Something interesting yeah. here. And I like that he keeps trying to raise the price. He's like, okay, my mom will triple, f- times it by five, ten, you know. All the money. I'll give you all the money. Yeah. But Mark says, look, I kind of just stumbled in here. I was tired of cleaning the air conditioning, so I'm going to leave yeah. now. This was an oops. I thought I was going to be a secretary. I'm going to go. Yeah. Like, he's like, I didn't come here to take care of some rich boy. And then goes over to him and kind of, like, grabs his chin to make him, like, look at him. And tell him to keep <laughs> his money. Damn! Like... <laughs> then back at the bar, Prajai is kind of, like, I telling Pei, I guess. He, she's like, I don't know where he is. And Pei kind of says, like, okay, well, tell him I can't hold the car in the garage for long and to come there tomorrow's deadline. And she's like, okay, goodbye. And it's revealed Mok was hiding behind the counter the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought he was going to come in right after, and she'll be like, you just missed him. But I like, did too. But he's hiding by the counter. Yeah. That's even better. <laughs> and then she tells him that Pi is going to sell your car if you don't get the money to him by tomorrow. And that's where he reveals, he's like, let him sell it. It was Rung's car, not mine. Yeah. And then she says that she's going home to Kang. Who is apparently her new boyfriend. Yeah. So they're so, not together. Yeah. So That's she what had that a new reveals. boyfriend. Yeah. And then we cut to the garage where Mock goes to pay. And he tells him to sell the car. I was like, are you sure? Fuck, are you? I'm glad he's giving him time because I'm like, no. you, Because right now you're doing it out of like being upset and like on impulse. You need to like actually think about that. Or else you're going to be heartbroken just like she said you would. Yeah. Don't want to regret it. Yeah. And then, yeah, he kind of goes through the car and the details and everything about it. This um, is this is this is the one that broke my heart. Oh really? <laughs> yes. You know what? You know what it was exactly? What the bandage? <laughs> <laughs> the bandaid. Once I saw the bandaid, I was like, "Oh, see, no, no, I will start crying if you show me anything like that ever again." <laughs> That's so mean of you. <laughs> Yeah, he essentially says, like, her first day she had, she scratched the car, couldn't afford to get it out, so she just stuck a band-aid. Oh, that's so fucking cute! Because then it shows it really was, like, her baby, because she treats it like it, you know? Mm. Like, put a little band-aid there, and not just like, oh, I'll put some tape over it, or like, oh, I'll put some new paint on it. She put a little band-aid. Yeah. And it's still there, and that makes me really sad. <laughs> um, he goes talk about how wrong stuff, so much stuff in the, um... Little compartment that got loose, and now it makes a weird sound when you drive it. And uh, he reveals that she wasn't paying to get it fixed because she was saving the money for his tuition. Oh, that's so sad. Th- that that was a little bit of a punch for me. I think it was that's the fact a that punch. 
she was letting her car be so I won't say damaged, but kind of just like not getting the proper care needed because she was saving it for him. Oh, that's so fucking sad. Yeah. This this show's gonna break my heart. <laughs> yeah. And then Pay's like, "Look, I can tell that you need more time, so I will give you six months, and then we can rediscuss." Honestly, that's so nice of him. Honestly, yeah, I'm glad that he's like in the know now, and like, yeah, because I feel like otherwise it wouldn't have gone this way. Yeah. So I'm glad this dude's kind of like, "Hey, you're clearly still suffering a year later." Yeah. And like. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's uh, he's very like empathetic towards him as well. He's just like, this is a tough decision, and I think you actually need to think about it. So I'm gonna give you time. So he seems mm. like a genuinely good dude. Yeah. Um. Then the doctor, the nurse is checking on Day's ankle. Mm. And then go then to their little eye issue thing. And the doctor says like, well, nothing has changed, which is good. That's not getting worse. So yeah. We'll come again for our next checkup. And then the nurse helps Day to go to the bathroom. And when he leaves, his brother asks the doctor about any news on the eye donation. So there's going to be an eye donation, maybe. Mm. Or they're thinking about it. Yeah. Interesting. And then as they start driving home, his brother says that he's stopping by to um, the, the Shining Society for the Blind shop. Which I think is where he was yesterday. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Because then, um, because then Mock goes back there and asks about, like, a job interview. That's true, yeah. Okay, I think that's what that is. And then he asks Day if he's gonna wait in the car or, like, wait outside, and he gets out of the car. And his brother tells him to wait by the car. (laughs) Let him do shit. Like, (laughs) I know, I know he's blind, but, like, he can handle himself in some things. You don't need to do everything for him, you know? Like, he's probably, he's probably just really fucking sick of it. <laughs> yeah. It, it seems like that throughout this episode. It's just he's fucking sick of everyone being like, don't worry, I'll get this for you. No, I got mm. this for you. Like, no, I got this for me. Please, let me do it. Yeah. So we do have Mark who comes in and he asks the um, receptionist and he says, I saw a job for a maintenance technician the other day. Is that still available? And she's like, oh, we just hired someone. Sorry. Oh, so close. Yeah, so then he goes in the elevator. He goes up, but someone is there on the other end, and it's revealed to be Day. Wow, what a, what a moment with the... <laughs> the elevator is very cool. Yeah, so I think we will take a break here, and when we come back, we will see Day's adventure in the library. And uh, the yes. struggle he goes through to get an, I'm assuming, audiobook. Yeah, probably an audiobook. It looks like them. So, we will be right back. And we are back with our recap of Last Twilight Episode 1. Yee. So, Day enters the elevator with Mock, but I don't think he sees Mock, I'll be honest. Oh, no. No, of course not. He he is only at 20% vision. Yeah. <laughs> so, he struggles to press the button. He goes very close to see what buttons are which, so he can go up. To the so, he can, floor. yeah, because he can see a little bit, like, close to his face. That's, this is the first inkling we have that he can still see something a little bit if he's, mm. like, right there. Yeah. 
So then on the fourth floor, Day leaves and Mulk sees that he dropped his library card. Yeah. And we have a day scrolling through the audiobook section. I like how he's just walking around and kind of watching him. I like that Mock is just kind of like following him and just, just watching. Yeah, just so see how he's like. Observing. See yeah. what his character's like when he's not being snarky. Yeah, <laughs> and he asks the um, reception lady and he's like, hey, this dude dropped his library card. And she goes to take it, but he kind of is like, hey. What happened with him? Yeah. So he still got the library card. Yeah. And we find out that he had a car accident that caused his corneas to be damaged. Ah. Uh, and he probably didn't realize they were um, until he was out on the court. And mm. it, it started to really affect him. He started noticing it, I think, a little beforehand. Because it seemed that he was nervous about something before the game started. Mm -hmm. Like he was looking down at his um, uh, headband and he was like, Kind of like seemed like he was stressed, like he was trying to like look, like maybe because he thought his vision was like not at his best, and he was like, I don't know what's going on. But then yeah. it really like got worse the second he got out there. Yeah. Now I got a theory. Oh, do you a game theory? Uh, <laughs> no, a gay theory actually. Um, ah. <laughs> but that's just a gay theory. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be our new thing. But actually, no, it's not. I mean, sort of. Um, what if <laughs> the car accident killed Rung? Oh <laughs> my god. But didn't she didn't she kill herself? Yes, but we don't know how. Like what if she like just like walked in front of oncoming traffic or something? Which I know is a bit extreme way to do it and like but cuz we focus on her own car that she has yeah, that's true. Or maybe she was part of the accident. Maybe he didn't kill her, but maybe she was like involved in the accident that caught that caused him to hurt his cornea or something. Because I feel like, because I feel like if we focus so much on her car and we find out that they got in a car accident that messed up his cornea, and later he talks with his brother about the car that he's driving is his and all that stuff. I feel like all the car talk connects in a way. There is a lot of car talk, actually, now that you're mentioning it. There is a lot of car talk. I'm just saying. I didn't even notice that before. That's so interesting. Okay, maybe, okay. I was like, at first I was like, yes, but then I was like, mm, wait, but how? And then now that you're saying all the car talk, I am buying into the car talk a little bit. So I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I see where you're coming from. I'll keep an eye on the cars. We can write down any more car talk when we come up on the next few episodes. I'm just, because it, 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 it seems like they are hem emphasizing the cars. And I yeah. feel like, I, I feel like they mean something. They could mean something. I mean, usually in BLs, they do mean something. Yeah. Usually it's like, this was our past connection. We just didn't realize it till now. And maybe this is the past connection. Is, oh, no. I don't know. That, that'll be upsetting. But if it was, obviously, if it wasn't his fault, then it wasn't his fault. But also, I, I don't know how we how, how would you feel after like finding out maybe that the person that you're dating is blind because of the way that your sister killed herself? Well, like it it could also be like maybe even before she killed herself, like he like she got in a car accident with him, and maybe that was a pushing point. Maybe that could have been too. But the her car looks fine. Well, it's been a year. 
It's been a year, and it's been in the garage they that long too. It's yeah, it's been in the garage. They they could have fixed it up. Yeah, I. But I also I, feel like he wouldn't have said fix it up. So I don't know. I don't know. And I also don't know like what they magic. mean by car accident. Like whether like oh two people in the car, whether one person in the car, one person wasn't in the car, and then like a, a pedestrian. Like we don't. I I feel like the, we don't actually know. I feel like all the car talk connects in some way because there's there so is. many car talks in this one episode, which is the first episode which I feel mm. like somehow they connect. There is a lot of car talk. I will give you that. And that is sus. It's a little sus. That is something to keep an eye on for sure. Okay. So anyway, then Mark asks Lay, like, hey, can he be cured? And she says, in his case, a cornea transplant is the only way. Yeah. So the eye of donations. Yeah. Um. So he continues to watch day and then he drops some of the um, audiobooks and has to go mm. digging underground for it. Aww. And eventually his brother does come over, gets the uh, audiobooks and gets them up. He doesn't want him to. He wants to do things himself, but he's also really frustrated that he can't do some things himself, you know? Yeah. It's gotta suck. Yeah, and he's and he's kind of like, I told you the way outside, and his brother essentially says, like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to wait outside. I wanted to come into the library. Is that such a bad thing? I got in here all by myself. I'm fine. So then we are driving again in the car. Um, yeah. And his brother's kind of telling him, hey, buckle up. Buckle up. Until eventually he does. Then their mom calls. And she's like, hey, where are you guys? And his brother, Knight. Is that his brother's name? Knight? Yeah, night. Oh, I've been too. I didn't know his name this whole time. I just keep I just keep thinking Mark whenever I see it. I just <laughs> always forget his name because I just go, "Hey, Mark." <laughs> okay, well now we know his name's Knight. His name is Knight. I gotta remember that. Yes. <laughs> I will call him Mark yeah. sometimes. <laughs> That's just the way it is. It'll happen. It'll happen. Um, and she's like, "Knight, where are you guys?" And he's like, "We're on our way home." And also, something to note here is that I don't know if maybe. May- this might just be because she didn't know she, if she was on speaker or not. I don't know. But the thing to um kind of mention here is that she talks tonight, but she didn't respond, didn't say anything to, because she asked Mark to ask. To talk today about the documents without really talking yeah, to him. Today. Yeah. So that could be just because she didn't know she was on speaker, but also it is like something that could also plausibly be because people are taking care of him now and it's, it's feels like he's losing kind of his humanity with it you know yeah i mean i didn't really notice that now i do and again it could just be mm-hmm. she didn't know she was on speaker we don't know that that too but also the writing of the show could be showcasing to us that people aren't treating him the same in a way yeah like I... even if she knew or didn't but like the writing could showcase that as well yeah i definitely think that's something to pay attention to with the mom moving forward how she yeah whether speaks today directly or if she kind of talks around him we'll Mm. see it doesn't seem like that that much in other scenes she does talk to him but like this that that was just something i noticed yeah and so when they hang up knight essentially says that mom wants uh, you to sign the documents authorizing me as your like custody like to take care of you oh imagine signing over like 
some sort of like medical like custody thing to your sibling. Like I like it must feel like losing a piece of yourself. Be like you take care of me. <laughs> yeah, but also he's like no, he so Day is just says no, he wants his mom to be Yeah. to take care of him. That as well. Yeah. Also, he doesn't seem to like his brother. Yeah. In general. I don't know if he liked him before either. I don't know. Like yeah, we're gonna get to it, but Nice says, like, come on, you know how many like how many days a month she had to stay home to help you? Like, what will happen if you get an emergency? And Day kinda snaps. He essentially says, like, oh, Knight's always been jealous of him. He want now wants everything that he has. The car you're driving, mom bought it for me, so it's his car. I'm assuming the car in the accident, if I had to guess. Um, if, yeah, maybe. Yeah. And then he kind of says, like, oh, you're just going to become the hero of the house because I'm blind. And, again, this is the part where I'll say he, he kind of came off crossing an asshole a little bit in the scene. I think it's just, honestly, he cracked because he's, like, for the last couple of days, probably for... More than that, obviously, for until uh, since he's gone somewhat blind, um, he's just felt like he's lost all of his autonomy mm. because everyone around him is always like, "I'll do this for you. I'll talk to the doctor for you. I'll um find someone for you. I'll cook for you. I'll pick this up for you. I'll drive for you." And it's probably starting to get on his fucking nerves. Like he doesn't feel like he can do anything on his own, and. It's starting to get to him to a point where, like, I think he was going to end up snapping like this if he hadn't before. Yeah, but my biggest thing is, like, what's the real difference between having his brother be his caretaker than having his mom be his caretaker? It's different, probably, if he didn't like his brother before. That's why I'm thinking. I mean, I'm maybe. Thinking he didn't like his brother like... anyway. But also, even if he did, it's different. Like, like... I mean, we both have siblings. Wh who would you rather take care of you? Well, I'm at a point where, like, my mom's getting older. Like, have mm. if I were end up in this situation suddenly, I wouldn't want to burden like my parents with that because they are they're they're like getting in, they're getting a lot older, and I feel like my brothers are younger and they would be able to take care of me in a better way. And I think True. my parents would because like they they be sacrificing a lot because and they're a lot older so it's more stress on them or like rather than my brother's doing it that's the way i look at it i see that but also i'm taking into account his mom seems to be younger and i'm not saying that she should be the one taking care of him but i'm just for the argument's sake she's younger and i think in his thought i feel like he's losing like I think it hurts his pride a little bit to have his brother have to be the one to take care of him. Especially because he was, like, some kind of, like, important person in this house and winning all these medals and trophies, and now he's been reduced to this, and he's probably like, great, now my brother sees me as someone that has to be taken care of, and he's probably just lost some, like, you know, sense of pride that he had before. It probably hurts it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it probably and does, so I do see that. He's probably I, snapping because of it, I think. I I don't think he's a dick. I think he's just tired of all of it. Yeah, and, like, I don't think he's a dick either. Like, I just think, like, in this moment, him lashing out like that came across as, like, being a little dickish. 
I see that. It was a dickish thing to say. Yeah. Um, but I do see why he probably snapped. And to be honest, if I were to think about it, I'm not 100% sure. But if I were to think about it, he may not have even had this personality beforehand. But it probably changed him a little bit. Losing his sight, losing the sport that he was, like, mm. dedicating his life to. And losing his autonomy, pretty much. So Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough situation. Yeah. And then, well, Knight actually snaps right back at him. And it's kind of like, do you think it's easy yeah. for me to take care of you? Like, do you know when you will get the eye donation? The doctor said it might take up to 10 years. Like, it's not going to be anytime soon. Like, oh. you need to realize that this isn't something that's going to be solved so you can be fine on your own. Like, you, this is a real thing. And no matter how much you hate me, you're going to have to rely on me. Damn. Which, Damn. I mean, fair. That kind of sucks, though, that he has to. Honestly, yeah, that just fucking sucks. And then, so then I apologize after that because he feels bad about it. Um, and they is kind of like, get out of my car. And then yeah, proceeds to get out of the car. Yeah. In middle of traffic. In the middle of traffic. And tells Knight, gets... like, even if he's dying, don't help him. Yeah. A lot. He's tired of people doing shit for him. Like, even if he, he's like, I'm fully in danger right now, but at least I'm making a choice. <laughs> yeah, but, like, this is what happens when he does do things by himself, is he... True, but I think... I mean, it's obviously not that easy to accept. <laughs> yes. That he can't make these decisions on his own. He just wanted to feel somewhat in control, I think. But I feel like there's a difference between wanting to be more independent, do things by yourself, and being able to do it, and then wanting to do that but not being able to do it. I feel like Agreed. right now, Day's in a position where he cannot. As we see, like, in even in the library, when he dropped the stuff, he couldn't find it. He could have been there all night trying to look for the audiobook. Here, in traffic, he, he, one, he gets out of a car in the middle of traffic, which is not smart at all, whether he can see or not. And then, literally, is just, like, about to get hit by a car, and then Mok shows up to save him from getting hit by a fucking motorcycle. Agreed. And I get he's going through shit. I get that, and I see that. But at some point, you need to accept the reality of your situation. He's in, and it's been a year. Okay, yeah. Think about this, though. Okay, well, no, this is this is a very stupid comparison. But uh, here's here's my thing. You never know when someone is gonna snap. They could have the patience of a fucking saint. Oh yeah. This is a very this is a very stupid comparison to make, and it has no weight against someone losing their vision. <laughs> but Think about two months ago when I had no bed. <laughs> I I was fine and used to sleeping on the couch. After a little bit, I was even used to sleeping on the couch. And I was like, I, I, I was chill up until a point. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, can you help me call this person? Yeah, da, 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 da. But eventually, after a month and a half, once they called and said, actually, it's going to be another few days. I started screaming and running around the house like a fucking in insane maniac. So I think it just depends on how much someone can take. And I think for a while it was okay for his mom to be taking care of him. Cause he's like, okay, my mom's going to take care of me. Mom's going to help me fine. But at some point it starts to feel like, what the fuck are we done yet? But in this situation, he's not because mm. He can't be. He's lost his vision, you know? So I, I think 
he was probably able to hold out because, oh, yeah, this, this is normal. Mom's helping me out. Fine. But then a year goes by and when nothing changes, it starts to get he starts to get antsy, you know, like yeah. I can't fucking deal with it anymore. I think a year is well enough time for him to be like for, for him to snap and just be like, oh, I'm getting really annoyed now that I can't make any of these mm. decisions by myself. Yeah. I do think it's all of the fact that I think they expected the surgery to be sooner. Yeah, that too. And when he finds out, it's not. Yeah, he. I think he expected to. I think he expected this to be a temporary thing in his life. He expected, like, it's been a year. He's kind of like, okay, like, I don't need you to take care of me because eventually I'll be able to see and take care of myself again. I don't want to owe you anything. I think that's kind of his mindset. And the knight telling him yeah. that it could take up to 10 years is kind of his thing being like, like, it's kind of him accepting that reality in a very bad way by getting out of the car like, and shit. walking into oncoming traffic and almost getting hit by a cars and bikes and shit like this isn't temporary yeah also if your theory is right this could be a very interesting parallel someone standing in middle traffic yeah like that's that's what i'm thinking like well like what if wrong with like what like walking one day and wasn't really paying attention or maybe they wasn't paying attention one that weren't paying attention and they turned the car and just crashed and that like a glass got in his corner or something i don't know how it happened but like something like i that. don't know I'm, i feel like i feel like this is never going to come to fruition but it could because it's only a, Look, a lot of our theories don't that's true remember time travel um well that was your theory <laughs> yeah no that was my theory. <laughs> that was not something like, i put on but um but that's the moment i always go back to mine was mine was time travel and your was she's pregnant <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, see that yeah, that was the one where I was like, "Oh my god, she's pregnant!" And it's like, no, it's just a woman <laughs> being there. It's just a woman being there. <laughs> Those were our fun theories. Yeah, back in the day, our weirdest fucking ones. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then Mock grabs Day and pulls him out of traffic. There's a moment. Yeah, saving him. There is a moment. He's like, yeah. "Hey, it's me. It's Mock, the AC guy. Are you okay? Oh. I got a bike. Let's go." Hell yeah. He's like, get on the bike. Let's get out of here. Wherever you want to go. Yeah. <laughs> well done, actually. That's a great, great thing. Yes. So they pull up to the house. Day's mom there. And she's like, what's going on? How come you came here with this man? Um, Nick is not too far behind them. Yeah. And his mom's like, okay, Day, let's go inside now. Someone's on their way for the interview. And Day's like, wait. And then turns to Mock and he's like, hey, you want to come in for dinner? in and his mom's kind of like do not do that don't do that we don't know him like right there in front of him too like like, i know (laughs) he is right there it's like i am right here ma'am okay i have feelings (laughs) yeah so when he comes in they ask mock do you like to read i love this scene by the way this is my favorite scene in the whole fucking episode well i i like the one after this at the end um That too, actually. Yeah. This the entire everything that takes place in this living room so far. Yes. Is my favorite yes. Scene. Uh, yes. The living room is the best scene so far. The living room is the best. <laughs> so we ask him to grab a book. He grabs a book. It's the Little Prince. He starts reading it. The Little Prince, chapter twenty-one. Yeah. I, I, I again, I do like his snarkiness where uh, where they says, "Um, can you read or do you need my help?" Ah, I love it. And he says, the the final quote in it is, "Do you want to hear my secret?" It is only with the heart that one can see rightly. What is essential is invisible to the naked eye. Yes. 
that that works very well with this situation and i really like that they included that that's really pretty and then they says we don't need to interview anyone mom hire this guy hell yeah and again and again she's like have you lost your mind how can he take care of you i believe in him <laughs> yeah i like him better than all the other fuckers yeah that's what matters but Malk says, like, hey, I'm just here to drop you off. I'm not here to for the job. But Knight gets up and he's like, wait, like, can you at least, like, think about it and give us an answer later? Yeah. At least think about it. Yeah. I like how later is it is, like, two minutes. The later is literally he walks outside, thinks about getting his sister's car back, and then goes inside. And he's like, you forgot your library card. Ah! I love this. And, yeah. and and he fucking oh my god knight goes up to get it like he goes to get to stand up to get it he's like no 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 let him get it it's his card it's his card is it yours no it's his let him get it and mm-hmm. i'm sure the second he heard that day was just like actually <laughs> i really like him <laughs> <Actually>. <laughs> thank you uh, that is refreshing thank you yeah. <laughs> oh my god i just realized <laughs> Their names. Oh, you, you just saw that? <laughs> I just realized day and night are there. I literally found his name halfway through this podcast and I noticed it almost immediately. I was like, ah, that's funny. I did not, I, I didn't, I didn't know until now. Because I was like, oh, night goes up to get it, but day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but day. But day, day and night. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. It's like black and white. Yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of like that thing where, like, either, when I, I feel like when it comes to siblings in Thailand, it's either they all start with the same letter. Tharn, Thornia, Tharn, Thorn, and Danya. Yeah, something like that. Or it's just, like, like, opposites, I guess. I don't know what the, like, like, pairs, really. Like, yeah, black pairs, and white, night and day. Black and white, night and day. There's another one that I can't think of. Yeah, I know, there probably is. Knowing. Oh, like, knowing deal. I mean, not really, but. Vegas and Macau, they're both cities. Oh, they are. They're both they're they're both ga- they're both heavy gambling cities. He- yes, heavy gambling cities. Yes. Yeah, stuff like that. And then Mox says that he will start tomorrow. What is Porsche's brother's name? I don't remember. Um, Porsche. Oh fuck. So right. they're both um P. Same thing, but like yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, and, and then and then going back to. Kin, Kuhn, and Kim. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. And that's the episode. That is the episode. And it's fucking good. I really like it. MVP oh, yeah. for the episode. I got mine. Yeah, I've got mine. Uh, three, two, one. Mock. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Um, he... I like that he kind of, like, observed from afar during that one scene just to, like, see what he was like without the snarky. Mm. <laughs> and just to, like, take in his, like, personality and be like, what is he like? What is he not like? What 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 does he do? And after that, he was like, hmm, maybe I'll pay him a visit. And he ca- I feel like he did kind of, like, did he follow him when they went in the car? Because, like, how was he there? <laughs> he, yeah, he definitely followed them. He totally followed them. And I like that he's intrigued by him, but also... I really like that he's trying to let him be his own person. Yeah. You know? That that made me go, oh, no, wait, wait, you're the best. I like you. <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree. I think he, so far he's he's been great. 
He's oh, yeah. a little snarky, but also just like a real caring person. Obviously, we see that with his sister's car and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. And yeah, he's just, I think he's great. Yeah, he is great. Yes. Okay, vibes. Shall vibes. we? Shall I grade you? Oh, great. Yeah. Let's do this again. <laughs> All right, so there are four vibes. There was one I wrote down, but I actually changed it to something else because I think it's better. Okay. Um, so we have four. New job. Mock working for day. Now day's mm. caretaker. All right. Uh, one week max. His mom's gonna say it's a one week trial, like to see how he does for a week, okay. because she doesn't trust him. Uh, shirt. 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 Um, two things came to my mind. One is Mark helps they put on a shirt or take off a shirt. Mm-hmm. One of those things. Mm-hmm. Or they gives Mark a shirt be- to make him look more pristine and clean so his mom will like him better. Mm. And the last one is 10 seconds. 10 seconds? 10 seconds. Oh, that's the whole, like, look in someone's eyes in 10 seconds thing, and then, like, it, you like someone. I feel like we're way too early for that, though. We're only in episode one. You're right. I think we're way too early for that. Oh, then the, 10 seconds. Um, 10 seconds. Oh, maybe it's, um, Mark tells Day he has to, like, do something, like, on his own, and he has, like, 10 seconds to do it. It's, it's, it's like, walk from this room, this side of the room, to this side of the room, and 10 seconds, go. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like next week you're gonna get very poor grades. Oh no! What? <laughs> I was doing well. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I, I thought it were like two. I would like a shoe in. Well, I don't really fully know because I've, I've only seen the promo. Yeah, but like honestly, they feel like they're self-explanatory. Well, anyway. We will be back next week for last Twilight episode two. Hell yeah. So we will see you all then. See you then. Bye, everyone.